Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Real Sex Talk with Honey. Real unfiltered sex talk with Honey. I appreciate y'all being here, and um, I just want to welcome you and remind you that subscribers are actually watching me live. And as usual, I have sent out a link on, um, on Twitter, X, and if you see that link, you are welcome to join as an audience member. You can watch it, the, um, the show live, and you can participate in a uh, chat room conversation as well. And that would be fun. So, so far, we haven't, we haven't done that because this is new, and we're just, uh, we're all getting used to it. But eventually, I'm sure we'll have some audience members. Anyway... Today is Thursday. Let me just say, first off, that this is an adult-oriented podcast, so please be 18 or more to listen. Uh, the, so I'm starting a new series every Thursday at 11 a.m. <laughs> Fingers crossed, guys, that it'll happen every Thursday at 11 a.m. Uh, and it is called Dear Honey. So I have been talking about this on Twitter, and i got to start calling it X. Is anybody else having a hard time calling it X? It's called Twitter, I mean X. That's what it's called now. Twitter, I mean X. <laughs> uh, I have been letting everybody know that I'm starting this new uh, series on my podcast every Thursday. Today is the first one, and it's called Dear Honey. And uh, I was prompted to start it because I get a lot of emails every week from mostly men, but I have had women. And um, if if the women out there who, there, there's one particular woman that I'm thinking of, she sent me some nice correspondence. And um, unfortunately, it was right at the time that my father got sick and passed away. That happened in a very short period of time, like six weeks. Unfortunately, um, our communication fell off. I want to start that communication again. And if, if she hears this, please know that I simply got caught up in uh, terrible life <laughs> events that made it impossible for me to continue our conversation. But I would like to. It was a great conversation about stag and vixen relationships. And I would like to continue that. So hopefully that will be another uh, Dear Honey episode for another day. But uh, people send people send me, as I was saying, mostly men, send me questions. And their relationship um, topics, their sex topics, almost always they're, they're sexual. Okay, they're always sexual. But sometimes they have to do with relationship, and sometimes they have to do with just um, somebody having questions about their own sexuality. No topic is off limits, guys. If you have a question and you want to talk to me about it, please send it in. You can email me at honeyshive62 at gmail.com and we can have a conversation. And if you're comfortable with me reading it on the podcast, I can do that on a Thursday episode. So today I have an email and I'm going to read it to you. So I'm going to put on my glasses. See, here, here's the benefit of being uh, a subscriber or joining the show live. You get to see me in my glasses because apparently 
men like the glasses. Okay, so I'm going to read this. It's it's a little long. It won't take me long though. But I want you to hear what he has to say. And this is from an anonymous an anonymous viewer. Okay. He says, "Hi honey. I just discovered your show on Spotify and I'm enjoying it very much. In fact, I just subscribed to your Patreon page and I think I subscribed to your podcast. You're a little tough to find on social, so I'm not sure how else I can support you as an audience member. Please tell me." So I have a question, and I'd love your opinion. I'd be delighted if you used it as a show topic, but please withhold my name. A little background first. My wife and I have long been married and have a fantastic sex life. In your last show, you mentioned that you were just as wild in your sex life at the end of your 20-plus year marriage as you were at the start. I love it. That's us. Of course, our sex life was a little up and down during child-raising years, but we're past that and enjoying lots of great sex. Who says 60 isn't sexy? Sexy. It's time to party in the bedroom, and we do, just the two of us. And here's the plot twist. It's long been my fantasy to bring another woman into the mix, just once. My wife has played along with this fantasy for our entire marriage and uses it for foreplay fodder to get me super turned on. And it works the magic every time, but we've never actually done it. Mind you, my fantasy isn't to fuck another woman. I'm just enthralled with the idea of pulling in the sexual energy of another woman to catapult our foreplay into hyperdrive. Honestly, the thought of it drives me wild. I also have an exhibitionistic side, and I'd love to have another woman watching and maybe even helping me while I fuck my wife. Here's the thing. Part of me doesn't want to push my wife on this, but part of me does. I know pushing where sexual boundaries are concerned is not a good idea, so I'm stuck. If my wife was dead set against it, I'd back off, but I'd also be bummed. I'm not going to step out on my wife, so if she won't play, it's game over for this imaginary escapade. That bums me out because I'd really like to have this experience. What do you think? Should I gently push to make it happen, or... Should I accept that the woman I love just isn't into it like I am? For a little more context, my wife doesn't have any crazy sexual fantasies. I've explored this a lot over the years, and she's pretty vanilla. Vanilla in a great way. I mean, she loves to fuck, and even if she's not feeling it, she's always good for a hand job to help me out. But she doesn't have the kinky side that I do. Also for context, and maybe because I'm a more kinky. If she had a fantasy she wanted to explore, I'd be down for it. Sure, there are limits, but I'd push my comfort zone to help her get a thrill. That's part of what works for me. I mean, I'd do something crazy for her. Is it too much to ask that she do this for me? Help me out, honey. What do you think? And that's from Anonymous. And he knows who he is. So I did send him a follow-up email because I... I definitely have, you know, a primary question. And my question, and I felt like I really needed this before I answered, but I didn't hear back from him, so I'm just going to go ahead and just dive in. But the question was, have you and your wife ever, over the years, talked about making it a reality, or has it always strictly been uh, fantasy? And even furthermore, have you talked about that it will never be a reality? Has any of that happened? Either it's never going to, be a reality or maybe someday it could be a reality so so as I said I didn't get an answer but I do have some thought 
And um, so I need to go back. I kind of wish I, I would answer as I go along um, because I have so many thoughts as I'm reading, but I'm going to go back and look. Uh, you know, first off, I want to talk about the fact that he says it's hard to find me on socials. I'm on Twitter, X, and I'm on Insta, and I have I have various other places. If you Google Honey's Hive, you'll find me. And if you email me, when you get my email back, there will be uh, some links uh, in my signature. So those are all ways to, to find me. As far as supporting me, I, uh, I have my subscription on my podcast, and, um, and I soon will have a website where you can become a member. I am phasing out my Patreon. It just didn't work, and now I'm sort of overlapping, so subscribe to my podcast, excuse me, if you're on my uh, Patreon, because they're the same thing, except on my podcast, you get more benefits. Okay, so moving on. So he talks about their sex life and the fact that, you know, their sex life is great. And I do want to say that he says that, you know, during the, you know, they had ups and downs during their child raising years, which totally makes sense. That's normal. I will say that I never experienced those up and downs. Um, I don't know. I don't know why that is because he probably has more of the common story, you know, more people probably do experience up and downs. I didn't. I don't know if that matters. You know, I, I don't know. But I didn't. I've always been extremely sexual. And outer issues don't seem to bother me when it comes to having sex. Now, you know, I think most people are not that way. So that does pose problems for me and any partner I'm with um, because it can create inadequacy uh, feelings in your partner. That's a whole nother issue. Um, and I'm sort of getting off track. I just wanted to say I, I stayed pretty consistent throughout my marriage, even while raising kids. Um, all right, so he does talk about, you know, it being fantasy uh, fodder. I talk about this all the time, guys. Use fantasy as foreplay. It makes for really hot sex. As he says, it worked its magic every time. This is just proof of what I've been saying. And this is also why you need to talk to your spouse or your future spouse or your future girlfriend or boyfriend about sex before you jump into a sexual relationship. I know it can be hard. We've talked about this, but it really should happen. Uh, because if you cannot openly talk about your sexual fantasies um, or just be really verbal, you're missing a whole, uh, a whole nother level of sex with your partner. Not only that, but if you're an open person and your partner, that your prospective partner, is uh, is is very um, pent up and not able to talk sex, it's like I can have sex, but I I don't like to talk about it. That's not really a good match for you if you're the kind of person that is very um, cerebral about your sexual experiences. And we all know that sex can hit lulls. You know, you have valleys and mountains, right? you get into ruts. Well, it's it's one great way to, to get yourself out of that rut is to have very different ways of having sex. So you can have your quick, you know, animalistic, primal sex. You can have your making love sex. You can have your, you know, extremely deep emotional sex, which would fall in the line of making love, um, but not always. 
you can make love to a stranger, right? So, so that's a different level that when it's connected to a lot of emotions and deep, deep feelings. And then you can have your very cerebral sex or tantric sex. And um, it gives you lots of options. Try to get bored. <laughs> if you're both open to it, you're, you're, you're probably, you know, not going to get bored if you don't want to. Um, okay, so he talks about their, his fantasy. Um, common fantasy, men wanting to add a woman, very common. Uh, uh, again, I do not know if he, they've ever talked about making it a reality. But what I would say is when you use your fantasies as fodder for your foreplay, at some point, you should not only talk about it like in the bedroom. Some people, like the way he says it is, I feel like, like, um, you know, maybe they're, they're in bed and, and maybe, you know, he starts saying something about, remember last time when we were talking about X, Y, and Z, and she was doing this, and, and the wife just picks up on it immediately. She plays the game. She's like, oh yeah, babe, I remember that. Uh, what about if this time? And it goes from there. But I think it should be more than that. It shouldn't only happen in the bedroom. It should happen while you're at dinner. It should, excuse me, it should happen when you're driving down the road. Like surprise, uh, surprise him or her. Um, you know, in a situation, of course, where you're both alone and, and, uh, and you're talking about, I don't know, finances or soccer game tomorrow or, you know, dinner, you know, let's go to the store and buy food, whatever. And just be like, just bring it up in a really sexy, sexual, sensuous way. You know, hey, babe, last time we had sex, oh my God, that conversation that we had, just start. And um, he says she's always been very open to it. I don't know if they only did it in the bedroom or if they did it out, you know, in, in their day-to-day -day life. Or even text, you know, text text your partner if you if you haven't played in a few days. Text, text your partner and just say, oh, you know how much I would love to have another woman help me? Fuck you. So that should be happening. Um, and and beyond that, that, that's how you do the fantasy, right? That's how you how you use the fantasy for your foreplay. But there should be there should be a conversation somewhere along the line, especially if you've been married for twenty plus years. You should have had a conversation uh, before now, uh, before your empty nest years, which included um, exploring the thought of if this is something that might ever become a reality. You should kind of have a feeling if it's a no or a go. All right. Again, he didn't answer, so I don't know what his situation is. So I'm just going to move on to his actual question. And so his question is regarding boundaries and pushing. He wants to push a little, but he doesn't want to break her boundaries. He doesn't want to, you know, um, cross her boundaries. He doesn't want to upset her in any way. Um, okay, so without knowing the answers to the other questions, what I'm going to say is absolutely 100%. You, you don't want to, to cross anyone's boundaries. You don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. Um, this is your wife you've been married to for over 20 years. You should have a pretty good idea of where her boundaries lie. And so let's say that you have never broached the subject of... Um, of whether this could become a reality. And that's that's what I'm going to go with. We've never talked about it. We have always simply used it as a fantasy. 
then what I'm going to say is now that you're empty nesters and you have more time and you're having great sex, you said, um, I'm going to suggest not in the bedroom, but if you aren't using this, this fantasy outside the bedroom, first off, I want you to start doing that. That's what I think you should do. I think you should start doing it. So let's just assume you haven't. So start bringing it outside the bedroom so you have conversations, really sexy, drawn-out conversations. Don't be talking about the reality of it yet. Get her involved in outside-the-room conversations. Um, once that has been happening for a little while, and you need to, you need to know when a little while is long enough, uh, once you feel comfortable that you can take it to the next level, you need to have a real conversation with her and it can be a sexy one. Keep it on a sexy level because I think if you keep it on a sexy level, she'll feel less threatened because you guys have always done this. And changing gears from fantasy to reality might not be as scary, if it is at all, if you're still in that fantasy uh, you know, place, situation, right? If you, if you make it a serious conversation, like, hey, babe, I really want to talk to you. We, we, I really want to talk. And you made it more of a serious thing. She's probably going to immediately, most people's brains are immediately going to go to the bad, which is he wants to fuck another woman, which you've made it very clear you don't. Um, and, and you have to be prepared that there's going to take some convincing regarding that, probably regardless, because even if you do this right, even if you do it like in the heat, the heat of the moment, or in the, the heat of the foreplay, and you suggest, you're like, hey babe, would you ever want to make this a reality? Would you even want to just explore the idea? And really that's what you should do. You shouldn't you shouldn't go, now that I've said it out loud, you shouldn't you shouldn't go straight to would you be interested in making this a reality? I think you should say, Hey babe, would you ever be interested in taking our this fantasy to a different place? Like like maybe we should, just as voyeurs, you know, just to see what what it feels like. Maybe we should join um, one of those sites, like uh, a swinger site, or you know, a site for for to find people to add to your relationship. And I'm not saying to make make it happen. I'm saying, wouldn't it be fun to just explore that? I mean, this really turns us on when we think about it. What about talking to people? Maybe that would make us even more horny than, than we've been in the past. So start there. And if she's open to that, that's a really good sign. Then what you can do is play with that for a little while. Create an account. Do it together. It's very sexy. Answer the questions. If you go to SLS, S like swingers, L like lifestyle, S like swingers, SLS. You go there. You can create a very detailed bio. It's going to ask you a lot of questions. You can even go to FetLife. You could tell her, you know, maybe FetLife I've heard about. We could go there and again, explore threesomes. Explore um, ethical non-monogamy. That might not be the one to talk about, but my point is you can explore it on a different level. Take it away from just the cerebral fantasy and add a little reality component, which is going on a site. If that goes over well and you do it for a while and it's really great and you guys have hot, crazy sex, and I would I would say that your hot, crazy sex is going to be bumped up a level. It's going to get a little more extreme because you're doing something you've never done before. If that goes well, then you may want to ask her if she has ever thought 
about really doing this. And you got to, like I said, expect that to possibly be, be received with the feeling that you're trying to step out in your relationship with her permission. And you're going to have to be prepared to talk to her about that and tell her absolutely 100% that's not it. And I will stop this right now. I, I just enjoy everything that we're doing together. And one good thing to tell uh, a partner, because to me this is 100% true, is that when you add another person to your relationship, um, A, you wouldn't even consider it if you weren't in a trusting relationship. And B, that person is pretty much like a, it's an enhancement to your current relationship. That person is a sexual device. It's a toy. They are a toy. Now, I don't mean to, I'm, I'm not trying to dehumanize the person. Those people actually know that's what they are. If they're in a, in a healthy, they're, if they're being invited into a healthy threesome, that's what they are. They are simply there to enhance the couple's experience together. And a woman is going to probably sense if you're wanting something else. Um, Obviously, this takes a lot of trust, but, but that basically, to me, that is what you have to do to try to get this from fantasy to reality and be very um, tuned in to her feelings when you uh, tuned in when you suggest taking it to a website and how much fun it would be to create this, you know, online profile and just see what's out there and see if it makes you guys feel different. You you know, to feel different in, in ways that you have even wilder sex. And um, and then again, when you decide that, that you want to broach that subject of actually, maybe we should just go on a date with somebody, see if, see if we're even comfortable with this. She has to feel comfortable. She has to feel like she's number one. She has to feel like she's the only reason you're doing this. She has to feel like that other person is just an enhancement, a toy um, she also has to feel, especially if she's a very, um, you know, emotional and, and, uh, sensitive person, she has to feel like you're not dehumanizing the other person and that they're on board with it. So there's a lot to make sure you cover, but if, if this is something that you want to do, this is what you're going to have to do. Uh, and I know it sounds really long and drawn out, but it doesn't have to be. It's just a really great way to go through the steps to make sure that you protect your, significant other and that you convey your desires without letting her or him feel that this is you trying to pull away from them. So it's a sensitive subject, but you sound like you have such a great relationship already where you've been able to fantasize about this for so long. I don't think, I mean, at the, at the worst case scenario, um, I don't think that you would ruin your relationship in any way. I think that you would just halt it if, if she received it wrong. And, you know, as long as you're tuned into her and you would, you would just back off and say, yeah, you know, enough said, I love you so much. It's not worth risking you or me and what we have. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. We can do fantasy. If you like, we will do whatever you want because you're all that matters to me. Um, and I think that if that's what happens, I, I don't think that you'd be ruining your relationship at all because it's a pretty good relationship already. Uh, but I do think that it's worth exploring. Um, and that's all I got on that subject. So I hope that helped you. I don't have any other um, topics to talk about today. I really thought that this would go long, which it did. 
uh, we're already at 23 minutes, so uh, so this definitely took up the whole um, half hour. And um, so if you have any questions regarding the lifestyle, how to introduce it to your partner, if this if this just raised more questions, or you know if you have your own story that you want to tell and, and have and talk about it, please email me honeyshive62 at gmail. Uh, I will be doing this, uh, Dear Honey, every Thursday, and um, it will be topics like this and who knows what. Uh, as you can see from my podcast, there's unlimited topics. Uh, I, I do want to give you um, not programming updates because that, that is my only programming update, uh, the, the Dear Honey on Thursdays. There will be other podcasts throughout the week and there will be um, erotic bedtime stories. I want to let you know again, and I've done this in the past few weeks, um, there's a lot happening in my life personally, so I get here when I can. I answer emails as I can. Um, I think I'm doing pretty good considering, so please keep them coming. I love hearing from you. And I want to be putting more time into my podcast. I want to give you more. I want to build my audience. So I'm going to be really... Uh, concentrating on this podcast a lot. I won't be doing uh, the chatterbait as much. And um, guys, I'm just going to tell you right now, I am moving towards. Um, and and if you're on my on my on my cam, you're aware of this. I am moving away from uh, the that other aspect of my um, my of what I do, my cam and my podcast. I'm moving away from the. Uh, nudity, and I am moving into the sexuality and relationships and kink and lifestyle and uh, fetishes, and I think that's going to keep me so busy, and I love talking about it so much. I just don't have time to feed my exhibition aside, <laughs> and I, you know what? That's okay, because this is really good, and I think it's helping you guys. It's helping me and I just want to spend more time concentrating on it. So let me know how you feel about this, guys. I've had a great, I've had great feedback on it so far. Um, uh, I have been telling people I have my website that's almost finished and I am going to have a cam there and that cam is going to be almost like a deer honey every day. And I'm really excited about it. You're going to be able to come into my cam and you're going to be able to ask me anything you want. And no holds barred. We are going to tackle every topic. Uh, and I'm really excited. And, and then I will bring it to the podcast and we will talk about these things as well. Uh, and I hope we build the audience. I want to build the audience. I want to get guests. Uh, I want to bring you guys on and have you, have you join me on cam and talk about this and really dig into it. So that's what's going on. Um, I hope that you're as excited as I am. Uh, guys, I will never lose my sensual side. I will never lose my teasing side. It's who I am. So I hope that this stays as spicy as it's ever been. Just maybe with a little more clothes. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Subscribe if you're enjoying it, guys. And I'll be back next Thursday for another episode of Dear Honey. Uh, in the meantime catch the other podcast subscribe so you can see me because the only way you can see me is uh, doing this podcast is to subscribe if you subscribe it's $2.99 a month you get the video you get uh, no ads 
And what's the other thing you get? You get the erotic bedtime stories. It's the only way you'll hear the erotic bedtime stories because I am facing out Patreon. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you've enjoyed. Please let me hear from you. And I will talk to you later. Send me emails. Bye.